What's up with the vanilla face? Uh, me and my homie Azamat just parked our slab outside. Please. We're looking for somewhere to post up our black asses for the night. So uh, bang, bang, uh, skid, skid, nigga. I'm gonna steal it. <coughs> what? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Boom! Shakalaka Turner! Welcome back, you guys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Swadik Mayanja, and I am with Mumburi. Welcome to the Millennial Classics. And on this podcast, we, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. From one millennial to another, Mumburi, what are we talking about today? All right. Today is actually, this is, I mean, this is a, this is a Swadik special. It's a great, yeah, this is not a Swartic special. This is a millennial, millennial special, okay? This is the pinnacle of comedy when it comes to satire. Pinnacle of satire. I'll get to my reasons why. Yeah, Bori, please. We're doing Borat. We're doing Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen. It's pretty much like uh, the one-man band type yes. deal. <laughs> but uh, we're doing Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, yes. Q's actually going to explain why we picked it because he was the the driving force i'm more than the driving force okay you guys all right so before we even get stop it's my alarm clock i gotta get ready for that night shift um but before we even get into this i want to just start by explaining the title all right when you get a title like this for a movie that gets that gets played worldwide. You ask yourself why? How is it even possible? The title of the movie we all know it as Borat, but the actual title is Borat: Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. The grammar isn't even correct in the title of the movie. That's where we're starting, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we start with this movie. All Damn, right. This is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, look, look. So the reason I chose this movie, because um, this movie uh, is was the funniest movie I saw up until the point. I, I don't know how, where I'm, how I'm trying to explain this, but this was the funniest movie I saw the first time I saw it. The funniest movie I saw. The, the Hangover is better. I'm, but this Hangover came out after. We'll get to yeah. Hangover. We'll be talking about Hangover. Right now we're talking about Borat, the funniest movie I've seen up until that point, okay? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there's a top 10. I don't know if there's a rating. I don't know what the scales are, but this movie, Borat, is easily, when I say easily, I mean easily in the top 10 most quotable movies of all time. Easily, easily. Number one. Number two. Is it quotable or just do people just say, my name is Borat? Wow, we will also say, wow, we will. People also say nice in that accent. It's quotable. I mean, this, it, we all know what people are talking about, okay? Another reason why we pick in this classic is because I was young enough, and this is just a personal thing, all right? We get to pick the classic, so we get to make the big decisions. So this is a little bit about me. So I didn't know who Sasha Baron Cohen was before watching this. I never saw Ali G. I never, wa- I never knew about that before watching this movie. And because I didn't know about that, I really didn't know the actor. So I thought this was, I 
But like the first 30 minutes, actual dude from from Kazakhstan um, coming to America and doing this shit. And it was like basically a docuseries of him coming to learn our culture and falling in love with Pamela Anderson. Right. It's amazing. And lastly, lastly, Burry, I promise I'll let you go. Yeah, when you okay. give me the uh, when you give me the I gave you, I gave you that runway. <laughs> exactly. You let me take all the time I need here. There's a special place, right? Everyone says that comedy is about talking about things that no one notices or like the, you know, the cringy stuff. There is a special place for cringe comedy and this movie knocks it out the fucking park. Knocks it out the park. Talk about cringe comedy. Sasha Baron Cohen, Borat is absolutely amazing at this this is satire at its peak this is cringe comedy at its peak it is a millennial classic through and through that is why it is a classic all right i'll just add something to the end of that because i don't even know where to start but i will say this yes so when we've talked about like uh when we talked about the rundown and we talked about some of the millennial classics we've done we like made a point to talk about how we felt at the time about the millennial classic and how we feel now. And this is firmly like in that rundown zone of like, you know, at the time, this was like the funniest thing yes. I've ever seen. Yes. Um, this was, it was crazy. Cause in 06, it like, it was so different. There was no like, like it wasn't like people were sharing shit all the time and YouTube and like, you could see what was going on in other countries and stuff. So it literally was like, the joke was way better. You could keep it a secret longer. Like now, if he did this, like he has, he did that new show, like what is America or who, who is America? America? Yes. Who and it's like elite. Yeah. You know, exactly. because that's what happens now. But, but this, like no one had any clue. People were dead serious. Like, I didn't know which parts were scripted, which weren't. Exactly. Um, so, it, it, you give it bonus points for that. But, like, now when you go back, what also, what hurts it a little bit is there's mm. been so many, like, jackass, yeah. um, um, prank shows, prank skits on, like, Instagram and all this stuff. YouTube which kinda specifically, like, it's YouTube. all day, every day. So it's, and it kind of, when you watch some of it, I mean, it's kind of like going back in time and seeing yeah. the original kind of ruins it because mm-hmm. you've been watching all the, like, the descendants of it, but, but yeah. And, and, I, and I know what you mean, because this movie really does feel like, it feels like a documentary documentary, but at the same time, it feels like sketch comedy where it's like, one scene and then it's jumped to the next. There's no like flow between the scenes. Yeah. It's like he's going to learn, he's gonna go talk to the feminists. Okay, that's that. He's going to go learn yeah. how to drive. So it's, it's very it's honestly like you feel like this could have been a YouTube if this was made now, we'll talk about this later, but it could have been yeah. like a YouTube show. Or it could have just been like Ali G or Who is America yeah. type situation. It could yeah. very much be that. But this movie, I I mean, I uh, can I ask you this before we get into the details? How, how much did you laugh rewatching it? Because um, I specific I, scenes. Specific There's some scenes. scenes where I was like, like in the in the antique an, antique yeah, room when he just yeah. falling around. Like, <laughs> what is this? I know. I know <laughs> is it, you. What is this? But there's some scenes. I'll tell when we go to, when you go to best scenes. Like there's one scene that just like knocked me out of the park because it was so so how funny it was. Yes. But uh, a it. lot of things like you've seen before or like I watched oh. Nathan for you on Comedy Central and it has like a lot of the same type jokes of putting people in like 
awkward positions. Oh yeah, that's that show, uh, My Practical Jokers. Yeah. It's literally like it's literally this, but yeah. this has a different spin to it. The fact that it's a fucking, uh, it's like a forward or comedy. Honestly, the main takeaway from this is like people give people from other countries a lot of leeway so to say much so shit. much shit, and no. also people will just laugh along with anything. Listen, listen, it's not just saying something, okay? Uh, we'll get to the besties later. Let's wait. Let's wait. I can't, I'm so excited. All right, let's do. Bury, bury. What? Okay. Oh, so uh, what was happening during this time? All right. Let me let me just remind you. Time machine. Jump into the time machine with me, and let's talk about what was happening during this time when Borat came out. A couple of things, highs and lows. Number one, Pluto was downgraded from being a. That's when we lost our. It's so now that's they got lost upgraded our again, right? I think it actually did it's get upgraded, but you're going to have to ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. You find him on Twitter, okay? I don't know. I love the fact that this is a thing that happened in 2006 when this movie came out, but the Iraq dictator, Saddam Hussein, was executed 2006 when this movie came out. Italy wins the World Cup in 2006. That was wild. That is wild. That is fucking wild. Google was purchased. Uh, Google purchases YouTube for $1.65 billion, which everyone thought was wild until ten, five years later, Facebook bought uh, Instagram for like $4 billion, some crazy shit. And the big movies that were out that year, this was who, what Borat was competing with. Casino Royale and Happy Feet were the two biggest movies from around that time. Everything else was kind of shit. Casino Royale might be... The best Bond the, movie? Yes. And it's the Agreed. movie. It's out of 06. Out of 06, I've probably seen Casino Royale like four times more than I've seen Borat. Oh, for facts. But like, but Burry, you have to understand, comedies are harder to rewatch. No. Some yeah, comedies yes. are good. No, I feel, no. Action movies are the easiest things to rewatch. You nah, like dude, you can rewatch. Scenes. You can rewatch The Hangover. You can rewatch uh, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. There's yeah, a no. lot of comedies. Anchorman. You can rewatch a lot of Tropic Thunder. I've probably seen the most of uh, of comedies. Yeah, we need to talk about Tropic Thunder. I think that would be a super interesting millennial classic because I have like. Anyways, yes, you know, no, but I still, I still, I, uh, uh, for those. This listening, movie just watching, isn't very watchable. Stop it! Don't no, say it's things a good like movie. that. It's just not very watchable. We just have to get that out of the way. I, 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 I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's a fair thing to say, right? It's a million other classics. Okay. Anyways, okay, Burry. Yeah. Talk to me. What was happening during the making of this movie? How was right, it made? So, Why was it made? Um, it was directed by Larry Charles, but um, actually, I, I didn't know this, but the original director was Todd Phillips who directed Joker. He directed Hangover. Um, he actually, like, he, like, left halfway through filming it. He left during the rodeo, rodeo scene right after that. Parting of, <laughs> did, parting of ways. Did, did, okay, that rodeo scene was a little wild. But that was wild. Did they give a reason why? <laughs> um, they said uh, creative differences. Yeah, which means he was just like, yeah, this shit's too wild. Yes, but uh, yes. it was a hit, though. $260 million worldwide on an $18 million budget. Which no, no, no. Ended- Burry? 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 Yeah. Uh, you just, you just uh, what's it called? Blocked out right there. How It, it was, was a hit? How much? It was a hit. $260 million worldwide on an $18 million budget. And let me tell you, it feels like someone's walking around with $17 million because, <laughs> because it does not feel like an $18 million movie. Um, right. 91% of Ron Tomatoes. So, That's amazing. Um, Critically acclaimed, and it was a huge hit. So it makes sense. It was on our best list, um, best end of the year list. Got nominated for an Oscar, best adapted screenplay. He won, Sachmo and Cohen won for best actor. Are you so, serious? Yeah. See, this was before I actually started caring enough to like pay attention to who's 
taking home the Oscars of who's getting nominated. But like the fact that he actually so so is there Oscar category for best com comedian actor? No, Golden Globe. Oh, okay. Did I say Oscar? I mean, he I, okay. he won for Golden Globe for best comedic Oscar actor. I, uh, actor. Yeah. Yes, but that but he was it was a movie nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, adapted screenplay. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, that's amazing. Lost, lost to Departed, I think both Golden Globes and. Uh, I think that makes sense. I mean, I I I could I couldn't pick Borat over. <laughs> the Departed. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Larry Charles. So the director, he's worked with Larry Charles, like on Bruno and on The Last Dictator. He's directed those two movies. And he was a writer on Seinfeld. Yeah. We're going to talk about those two movies and where he is now in a little bit. Um, but before that, going back, Mumbury, do you remember where you were when you watched this movie? Do you remember what was happening in your specific life? Very personally. So I do remember seeing it. And I remember this literally... Everyone talked about this movie for probably like a month. Yeah. Straight. Um, It was wild because you you like almost, this was such a big movie at the time. And I have to give it to you before the rewatch. I forgot. Like I had a vague sense of a lot of scenes, but the thing is what I was saying before is it's, it's like, it's not a rewatchable as a full movie, but like I've gone on YouTube a bunch of times and just, banged out some clips of yes and this this might hurt it a little bit but i actually think borat the character is better than borat the movie because when he goes on like there's some clips of him going on like letterman or like oh uh, yeah yeah like yeah uk shows as borat and i think that those those clips are way funnier than anything in the movie quintessential reason that i think you we picked this or i wanted this movie to be in the in the millennial classics podcast is because you said it it was such a big deal at the time. Yeah. I mean, that's all it needs to be to be a millennial classic. And that's why we're talking about it. Number one, number two, you're right. Yes, if you watch that Ali G show, right? And I found the Ali G show after watching this movie. And, and in the Ali G show, he does the different characters. Or if you even just go on YouTube and watch all of Sasha Baron Cohen's skits and stuff, he does all of those crazy things. Yes, he goes on all of those Letterman shows and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and whatever. But he also had like these full on length. He goes on- No, I'm talking Opie about like Anthony. for- promo for promo for this movie when he oh and you said oh oh even better even better the surrounding goodness that this movie came with i goddamn it I, yes but to tell you guys where i watched this movie and where i was i was with my cousin his name is samir and it's like we were super close back in the day um uh we went to elementary school together and everything um before i moved to newton and uh I remember him and I watching this movie and we had to pause it at least three, four, five times because we were laughing so hard. My mom was yelling at us upstairs. And then that day, that day, we did not get to finish the movie because my mom said we were being so loud. Mumbari, we did not get to finish the movie. My mom said we were being so loud. The next day we tried to finish the movie. Do you know what scene we started to rewatch that movie in? The naked, the naked fight scene. No, we started to rewatch the scene at the movie when they were uh, what's it called when, when they were at the Jewish people's house. <laughs> when they yell that they've they've shapeshifted into cockroaches. <laughs> My dad said, "Take this movie off and get it out of the house." <laughs> he said, "Take the movie off and get it out of the house." <laughs> 
This was back in the the, the blockbuster day. So we were hurt. Like we were said, please yeah. let us finish. Please let us finish. I remember it so clearly. It was like the most heartbreaking thing ever. We I didn't actually get to finish the movie till like a week later, right? So um I definitely remember where I was the first time I watched this movie. And I loved every fucking second of it. I remember hating my parents. I hated my parents for not letting me finish this movie. Like it, it like that, maybe that's because there's so much emotion that sticks with me when it comes to this movie. Maybe that's why I like it so much. But let's get into the movie. All right, let's get into the details. Mumbari, you go first. Your favorite scene. Do you want me to go down the options that I listed? I got, look, let's, um, I'll do mine, you do yours, and then I, I'll tell you mine. Yes. All right, so I have uh, um, the Hummer um, dealership, uh-huh. and then it cuts right into Born to be Wild and a crossing um, they're crossing like America and the map goes on Indiana Jones style. Mm-hmm. That, that was, I think that's like the, those five minutes of the best, best part of the movie, but it's not my favorite scene, but I think like the whole cross country adventure, like that's the best part of the movie. We don't have any cars for six fifty that you can buy. I might be able to sell you a wholesale car, a car with a lot of miles for 700 with no warranty. Okay. Come on. Um, but that's not your favorite it's not my favorite scene but i think it's the best scene in the movie it's a fantastic scene okay keep um, going then you have the local news scene mm-hmm. um the rodeo king to the national anthem and uh, list, yes. the rodeo king telling him to shave his mustache off <laughs> yeah because he looks savagery, bro. like the too savage. much of a muslim he knows he isn't one but just to be safe um, and then the national anthem where he's like, he keeps getting more and more applauses until he, he starts talking about like <laughs> genocide. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he gets booed. May we show our support to our boys in Iraq. May US and A kill every single terrorist. May a George Bush drink the blood of every single man, woman, and child of Iraq. May you destroy their country so that for the next thousand years, not even a single lizard will survive in their desert. Um, Bro, he says in that scene, he hopes that George Bush drinks the blood. Yeah. (laughs) And then the church scene. All right, keep going. The church scene. Uh, I really like how, I don't know, I, I, I like the idea of them them being really into saving Borat. And then he, they're just so into it. And you can tell this dude is just, they're both like, both parties are just really into it. Um, and then my favorite scene is the telegram at the hotel when he gets his wife is dead. And the guy is like, <laughs> you can tell this is like the worst thing he's had to do at work. And he's just like, are you saying my wife is dead? And the guy's just like, oh, that's, well, that's what it seems to say here. And the beauty of it is he made the guy read the entire telegram. Bro, I'm and the guy you. has no idea what's going on. And then, yes. and then he goes, high five. <laughs> and you can tell the guy was just so relieved. Uh, I have a telegram for you. Uh, you can read? Yes, I can. I was walking your 
retarded violos in the woods when a bear attacks and violated and break her. She is now dead. Uh, might you say uh, my wife is dead? Uh, yes, sir. I'm sorry to inform you, but that's what the telegram says. High five! <laughs> Great! Yes, so you, you, in the beginning when you said sometimes you didn't know what scenes were scripted and what weren't, you know, watching this movie, you know that wasn't scripted. Because yeah. what the fuck do you do if yeah. you were a bellboy at a hotel and someone asked you to read Bellman, a telegram? Bro, it's 2020. I'm Bellman. sorry, Bellman. And someone asked you to read a telegram that's saying that his wife is dead. I love that scene, okay? But I think you missed a couple of fantastic scenes, Mubari. Fan. No, I have I have two pencil down as the worst scenes in the movie. And if you say any of these, you gotta lose some All points. Right, so let but me yeah. just tell you. Let me. I'm not even gonna go down my list, and we'll talk about that after. I'm just gonna tell you my, what my favorite thing is. My favorite scene is, and I couldn't cut it up. Okay, I couldn't. I I couldn't. I had no choice but to tell, but but to pick the entire big picture scene, and it's the intro. The and intro the is reason, amazing. The intro is really sets the tone. It's like it goes, you know, Jerry Maguire. Bro, bro, he's listen, talking about the tone. This is, this is, this is sets the tone. <laughs> yes, it's the weirdest beginning of a movie you've ever seen, and I keep saying documentary because it starts out with this funky, like, foreign music. This dude is speaking like some broken ass English, but it's so, so believable. And I say it's so, so believable because everyone, I don't even know how many of the extras are actual people from Kazakhstan or if they're all, all, if they're all straight up just ex, extras like acting from California. But it's so believable because you have like p- scenes where like the mom is holding the baby, pushing it into the screen so it could get screen time. You believe that? He says some of the best quotes are in the scene. The town yeah. rapist, the neighbor, his sister, who's number four prostitute in, the, mm-hmm. in, in Kazakhstan. The facts that his wife is chopping wood. There's a cow in his fucking house. His hobbies, when they go through like that, his list of hobbies with the ping pong and the sunbathing. It is insane. Yekshimash, I'm my name is Borat. I like you. I like sex. It's nice. This is my country of Kazakhstan. It's located between Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and assholes, Uzbekistan. This is my town of Kusak. This is Orkin, the town rapist. And then it tops everything off with the most anti-Semitic scene in the every- running of the Jews is <laughs> I literally can't believe I completely forgot about that when I rewatched it oh exactly I said the same thing I was like how was this movie okay yeah Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish right yeah yeah so I I guess that's like it gives him the pass just like you know but how he, he's not he's not a gypsy and gypsies get it <laughs> almost as hard bro get it so hard in this movie but yes God damn it, I love the entire intro. I can watch that intro every day. And the music, I don't know who is the create the soundtrack or whatever. I don't even know if it, this is legitimate Kazakhstan music. It's, it's, but it's fantastic. It's so good. It is so good. And the villagers had no idea that they were in like a movie. Uh, and, oh, so, okay. So it was an actual village. It was a village in Romania. And I think they tried <laughs> to sue them because they got paid like $3 a person or something like that. Ah, favorite scene is easily the intro. I mean, it just, yes, it is the greatest tone setter of a movie ever.
So what was the worst? What were the worst scenes? Um, I have to be honest about that. <clears throat> this, the longer the movie went on, the older the joke got. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel also, like, did you care? I didn't care at all about the whole Pamela Anderson thing. No, the whole Pamela Anderson thing is a shit. Like that's what, like when the Pamela Anderson thing became real, that's when you knew right away, this is not a real movie. It's just not a real movie. Uh, I mean, like, it's not like as a kid watching this, that's when I started to pick up, obviously this is bullshit. Right. But, um, yeah, the entire Pamela Anderson, I don't even know if that, I feel like that's the main plot, your side plot, whatever the fuck it is. I did not care for one second the entire time. It helped move the movie along. It gave the movie a reason for him to travel across country. Yes, that's, that's the pretty reason. much it because exactly. yeah, it's not like there was a character development or anything, but I like the, um, the worst scenes for me were, uh, um, well, the naked fight in the hotel. It's just... <laughs> goes on for like a minute, two minutes too long. Yeah. I mean, I would watch a cut of this without the naked fight, to be honest, because it's so unsettling. It's so wild. I can't even believe that, like, it airs. Um, <laughs> I skipped it, actually. Right, I'm telling when, you. Right, he gets right in that crack. I was like, nah, I can't do this. Okay. Um, And I then know. the frat boys. Yeesh. Oh, you didn't... You did not like the frat boys. I thought it was funny. I just think I just think it, it talk about something that not only didn't age well, but the lack of awareness uh, is wild. Yeah. Bro, the dude really <laughs> legitimately says in the movie, "I don't give him respect." <laughs> <laughs> there was one dude that was like, "I was like, this dude is really going for it." Like, um, the only thing I could think of is they thought that this was like a foreign production. So they were like, there's no way this is coming to America. Right. But like, they were, they were just wild. And then these guys were just like popping in porn for everyone to watch an RV. I was like, all right, these boys. They were on another level. And so much so like, like the entire time watching it, because all the frat boys in that scene were like drinking and they were fucked up by the end. I was like, who is driving this? And I pray to God that they're not drinking. That's how bad that frat RV was. Where were they going? (laughs) <laughs> and guarantee you they weren't invited. But number two, you change your name after this, right? Oh, 100%. If after this I think you change back. your name. I think you, you leave the country for two, three years, and then you come back. With another hair, with a haircut and yeah. some new facial hair or some shit. Because this is wild. And I love, we will get to it later when we get to the cast members. But you sent me a link to, like, where are they now? And, like, just seeing what, where these people are. Because most of them, when you read up on where are they now, most of them had no idea that this was, like, a bullshit yeah. thing. It was, like, the who is America type situation, right? They'll give, like, a, a legitimate PR agency and they'll say it's coming from a legitimate country. But, obviously, it's a fucking satirical movie. So, like, I love that link because, yeah, if you are one of those frat boys, you need to switch some shit around if you want to get by, especially now in 2020. But, uh, um, so I my say worst some, some parts aged well. Go ahead. No. Wait, before you get to your, the aging well, I want to say my worst scene. The, the whole Pamela Anderson, like, trying to put her in the bag. That just, I, I, I hated it. I hated it. I hated yeah. the entire, like, the book signing scene and then him trying to put her, trying to put her in the bag. And I, I should have looked this up, right, because I hated the scene so much, but I didn't. And I want to ask you, she was in on the movie. She had to be yeah, in on Yeah, she was the, in on the joke. Okay, thank God. And Kid Rock thank- divorced her. Because of the movie, <laughs> apparently, which I think is a win for 
For definitely for Pam Anderson. I don't know if oh, it's a win definitely. for Kid Rock. <laughs> it's definitely not a win for Kid Rock. Kid Rock, Kid Who? No, there's no way. Age well, Burry, talk to me. Um, the first off, the driver. <laughs> the, the driver, I mean, dude was just cool as hell. Yes, he was. Um, yes, he was. The black guys were cool as hell. The yeah, women's this, group, the women's uh, group, so much restraint. <laughs> Even when he goes, why is this man still talking to me? <laughs> I was like, wow, this dude. <laughs> Bro, he had no, he gave zero shits. When he said, give me a smile, pussycat. <laughs> Give me a smile, baby. What angry face? <laughs> well, uh, what you're saying is very demeaning. Do you know the word demeaning? No. We are saying to you. I that could not concentrate on what this old man was saying. But they stay cool, calm, collected. So they're like, it also showed like how how chill people were. Even the Antigoners, how chill. Yeah. How chill people are. No, 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 Mumbari. And I think, look, listen. If there were hidden cameras, if there were hidden cameras of these same scenes, I think it would be vastly different. No, the, I mean, the train the, in the train was hidden cameras and people were like, thumb the fuck off. Oh, see, th- exactly. That's perfect. That is what I mean, right? When there's hidden cameras, the, the leeway you give to foreigners, the leeway you give to this kind of bullshit is very short. You don't yeah, fuck around. that's a good point. That's you don't fuck around, but those those, those scenes in the antique shop and, and what the women's group you knew a hundred percent, you knew a thousand percent. Also, the the that beginning train scene and the hidden cameras in in New York, that was that was part of the thing that I was talking about before that you just see on Instagram and shit. Yeah, of yeah, people yeah, just like exactly. doing wild pranks and stuff. The shitting in the fucking grass, though. Yeah, on Trump <laughs> Tower. That <ate> very well. <laughs> Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um, do you have any? So we talked a little bit about the quotes, but do you have any specific, specific quotes that I didn't oh. mention? Um, honestly, my favorite quote was uh, um, my wife is dead. A high five. And yeah. then, uh, um, dude, Uzbekistan, bro. Taking a lot of L's in this movie. Huge, huge L's in this movie. Okay, I, actually got, I actually got a question for you. I, yeah, need you, I need you to point out where Kazakhstan is on this map. Oh my God! Don't do this to me. And then oh where wait, Uzbekistan wait. Is. is Kazakhstan? Because I know Saudi Arabia is ten. Is uh, Kazakhstan? Good, good job there. <laughs> I know some other country is an, is another number. Wait, I, what I'm number getting, is Kazakhstan? No, but, wait, hold it up again. Oh, perfect. I think it's eighteen. Right, Kazakhstan's eighteen. No, 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 no. Kazakhstan has to be 19 and Uzbekistan 18. Am I right? You're a bump, dude. You should have paid attention. Wait, Kazakhstan wait, wait. is 20. Wait, wait, no, put it up and tell me. Tell me. Kazakhstan is 20 and Uzbekistan is 19. Oh, wow. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Okay. You, you right. couldn't even, yo, or I would be <laughs> ashamed of you. You really you can't would. point out Kazakhstan in the map. But, but I, love, um, I love that they had the map in there. I love that they had the map in there. But uh, yeah, do you know how many times they were arrested while they were making this movie? Oh, that's a great ballpark. Question. Ballpark. I would have to say if it, if I'm going over under, it would have to be over ten. Over ten, under fifteen. Ninety two times they were arrested. <laughs> Ninety two times. <laughs> that's so wild. That part was just like, dude, these guys. 
These guys they are really insane. went for it. They yeah. really, really went for it. 92 times is so believable because some of the shit that they're doing is unheard of. You Dude, can't... The bear? I mean, you get pulled over just for having a bear in your truck. Of course. They they, they easily got... Oh, yeah. Because every time they had the scenes about them in the ice cream truck, every time they were doing some wild-ass shit. And they were doing this thing in New York and, I mean, in Washington, D.C., one of the scenes, they literally were driving into a one-way street on a red light. And I'm yeah. like, if they're not getting arrested, I don't I don't understand. How. Apparently, the FBI like had a task force, like, a <laughs> team set up, because people kept on giving them reports of a Muslim man driving across the country in an ice cream truck. With a fucking bear. With a fucking bear. Before we go to the cast, I want to just mention a couple of scenes, uh, a couple of quotes here. Mumbari, I have to ask Give you Give it this. to me. Um, I don't know if because they said it in whatever language people from Kazakhstan speak. No, but they, he speaks Hebrew the entire movie in oh, okay. Eastern so, European accent. Okay, well, wonderful. <laughs> that's that's nice. Don't worry. First of all, thank you. Very very thorough. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, research for this movie. I yeah, really no appreciate it. Um, no but do you think he's someone the, had to? <laughs> fuck you too do you think he's the first person to come up with the term back pussy i don't remember a time before this but he does say it in Hebrew. you know i've actually done quite a bit of research on this too <laughs> no i have no idea but he does say it i love the fact he says it. he says it in hebrew so i don't know if it like you know it carried out in english but he does mention back pussy when fucking azamat is blow drying his ass and ball hair his pubic hair that's what he does. That's what his assistant does. Blow dry his fucking pubic hair, number one. Um, another quote that I love. He recommended that we... So Azuma is saying this to Borat. He recommends, let's not fly in case the Jews repeat their attack yeah. on 9-11. <laughs> Great. And then, and then I love this one. Just as a black person, he says, a genuine chocolate face, no makeup. <laughs> I love that quote. All right, this is going to be a short category, um, but we could talk about the extras, but the super short category, the cast. MVP, do we even have to ask? Is it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Done. Like, I mean, it's just because he's the only person on that matters. But I have to say, <clears throat> and I mentioned this last time. Like, is this his peak? That's hard to say. Uh, yeah, because this is the most acclaimed movie he's ever done. This is definitely his peak, but he it's not like, it's not like most people where he peaks and it's a cliffhanger. It's like it's he peaks and he's been riding the wave ever since. And he actually came up like it's been a valley for him. I'd I say it's like it's like Tim, Tim Duncan, where it's how, like how so? Where it's like there's like there's peaks where they win rings. Yes, but like otherwise you just don't hear from him and exactly. you just never know. But like every once in a while there's a big W. Great, um, great comparison because when he's not, when he's not. But he's not shining. You don't hear anything about him. But he's not losing. He's not being a bum. You don't hear like he's getting arrested on the side of the street or he doesn't go broke or he doesn't have work. It's just you don't hear from him. I said no this was like a part of a two-year peak because 05, 06, 05, he was um, in Madagascar. He was King Julian. And I, oh, I is, just think, isn't that Chasha Baron Cohen? I think King Julian or Borat, they're both iconic characters. And I they think really uh, um, both of those would be his peak. King Julian is my favorite Madagascar character. Everyone else is. I mean, like, was is it is it Chris? Uh, who who's the Chris Rock, Marty the Clown. Yeah, he's the he's the zebra, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Even though Chris Rock is in Madagascar, Sasha Baron Cohen as the king is my favorite character by far, by far, by far. Um, but yes, the MVP is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. But I always, uh, what I was going to say is, like the mummy, I always respect when the names uh, are believable and are great. Borat, fantastic name. Zagadayev. However you pronounce it. And I love Azamat. I love that name. You believe it. You believe it. The bullshit name is the This B-word. is definitely peak for Azamat, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah. is Azamat an actual actor? Yeah, like, his name's Ken David, <laughs> Davidoff. His name is Ken. His name yeah. is Ken. He's in a bunch of movies. He's in like Get Smart. He's in a bunch of stuff. But oh, this is I definitely, dude, his IMDb looks like Nick Cage's. It's like nine things in 2019, eight things in 2018. That's wild. He's like he's 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 more exactly. than an extra, but he's not enough for you to notice. Um, and then Lunell, the stripper, the lover, the whatever. That, she's a uh, comedian. She is a comedian. Yeah, I, I knew her. I know her now. I know her now. So, have you actually watched the full movie before this time? Have you actually sat down and rewatched it? No, no. See, that's the thing. I'm yeah, the same no. way. I think the YouTube clip. You just like, but you just watch the YouTube clips. You know, you, and you just get by it. Like, I don't think this is the type of movie where you're just like, oh, I'm going to sit down and rewatch, like, Independence Day. Yeah, but, uh, okay, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's just, for, but for me, like, the thing is, for me, like, even, even, I, I just, I hold comedies at such a high bar because the whole thing about comedy is if you know the punchline, the no, joke is not just... funny, right? And yes, some things are funny, but I'm saying, I'm saying in my category of movies that I rewatch often, right? That I love to just have in the background. Comedies is the smallest category, right? It's the smallest category when it comes to comedies. Everything else I can watch fucking The Notebook or the fucking The Independence Day. Like, How many times have you watched The Notebook? I, I don't think I've watched it I'm, once. Yeah. I don't think I've watched the whole thing once. I don't it's think like I've ever seven, seen it, but... We have to do it. It's no, part of Millennium Classic. No, we have to. You better sit down and we watch don't it. Like my Ladies yes. and gentlemen listening, we are going to do the notebook. Okay, you no, heard it. You're going to do the notebook. <laughs> um, oh. uh, is there even an LVP? Like, is that like a category that we can? I guess have the fat guys because they had oh, to go yeah. into witness protection. Oh. They out there with uh, oh. rainbow face. What's his name? <laughs> Yo, the dude, no, but that dude in the rodeo, bro, like, you want to say he had, like, a shitty situation, but in 2020, when you just had those people, the Jews will not replace us, and these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's like, he's not that far out. In fact, he probably, he's he's right at home. He, he's not like right he lost his job or anything. All those guys <laughs> are still chilling, bro. Right? It's wild. It is absolutely wild. Um, and he was just looking out for his boy Borat, bro. He just he wanted to make sure he knew he was one of the good ones. So, like, can we talk? Can we talk about that for a second, bro? Just because you know, I'm a big believer in intentions matter, right? As as long as the intent is good, he has good intent. But he's no, he's the no most. Good intent. He's literally like, yeah. Wait, wait <laughs> till we hang all the Muslims, and then we're gonna come back here. We're trying to hang all the gays too. That's what we're trying to do. That's literally what he says. Yeah, but he's, he literally says, shave it so you don't look like a Muslim. Maybe you look like an Italian or something. Yeah. He's like, because you're not a Muslim. He, exactly. He just says you're not. And you don't want to be one because we want to kill all nah, the Muslims. Uh, I love it, bro. I fucking love it. Um, can we jump to the remake? Oh, wait, wait. Do you want to talk about the... Uh, 
where, where, where are they now? Is there anyone specific you wanted to speak about? I mean, Sasha Bancone doing, uh, he just did Who's America and he, he has a show on Netflix called The Spy or something, um, which is supposed to be like a serious show. Yeah, it's not one of his characters. Um, yeah, let's talk about Sasha Baron Cohen on uh, Where Are They Now? Just because I think I give him too much credit for saying Tim Duncan because it's not Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan would be like Will Ferrell. I don't think Tim Duncan is a, like an all-time great, and I think Sasha Baron Cohen is like just below that. Okay, yeah, he is just below that. But when, like, when you talk about com- comedies, yeah, he's just below that. But when you talk about specifically that specific category of satirical comedy or like, what is it like? Yeah, maybe like pranking. I don't want to call it pranking because it's so much more than a prank. He is a, like a character and he he never stops. He never stops being that character, right? There's no, oh my goodness, I'm kidding. It's a joke. Punk, you got it. Like, Punk? You know, whatever. It's not like Ashton that. Ashton um, Kutcher? No, I will say this. If you see him do it on like Letterman and stuff, it's way more impressive because he's like trying not to laugh. He's staying in character and yes. live, and like that part. And even Who Is America, I'd say, is more impressive than this because there are literally certain parts where he just gets the audience, and gets the people he's interacting with to say some of the shit that's so wild that you're just like, this is insane. But Brad, he's kind of just being like a like a like a wild guy, you know. Listen, listen, and if you haven't seen Who is America, you, you're missing out on some of the craziest shit. And when Burry's saying he gets people to say things that are wild, he gets a state representative, a national state representative to show his bare ass, knowing, knowing, ladies and gentlemen, that there's a camera there recording the entire yeah. situation, show his bare ass, say the N-word, and bite a dildo on mm-hmm. camera. Sasha Bear, I don't know how he does it, but he is so good oh, at getting... Call- all-time Borat quote, you mean yes. the guy who put the fist in me was homosexual? <laughs> yes, when he was talking to the chocolate face, yes, he did say that. You mean the guy who put a plastic fist in me? Is he a homosexual? Love it. Um, but no, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not, if you like this movie, if you like this kind of comedy, you need to watch Who is America if you haven't seen it. It is on Showtime. Some of the most cringy things ever. And there was, this is actually a mutual uh, memory. The, when the show was coming out, Mumbury's, uh, I took a trip with Mumbury to San Francisco and we watched one of the episodes on while we were at his place. It was one of the most awkward moments of my entire life. I don't know what episode it was, but listen, if you're watching this, don't watch it with family members and definitely don't watch it with your parents. Just, just, just go and just put some headphones on and watch it on the laptop. It's an awkward, like they do some wild shit. They say some insane shit. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. But if, if you know Borat, it's, it's Borat, but times 10, 2020 version. <clears throat> okay. The remake. Can this movie get remade? And is there anyone that could live up to the cringiness that Sasha Baron Cohen brings to the movie? I'd say I said no, and I said uh, it would have to be a like a TV show, Netflix show, or like a um, a YouTube channel. But even YouTube might be dicey. I think it would have to go this wild. I mean, if you say some shit like this on YouTube, I feel like they you get like hate speech. That I think exactly. it has to be like on Netflix where there's no like ads or whatever. Um, I, I have to disagree with you because I keep saying that this movie is very much like a sketch comedy show. So I can definitely see one of the Keegan, what's it called? Keegan Michael Key 
But none of the shit they've done is like this explicit. What'd you say? None of the shit they've done is this explicit. I know none of it is this explicit, but I'm saying if this movie were to be remade today, I feel like one of them could pull it off really well. I wanted to say Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle has some fantastic characters in the the Dave Chappelle show, right? Like he, like he, like I feel like Dave Chappelle has the balls to do this kind of crazy shit, but I feel like he's too far in his career that he's he doesn't want to deal with this bullshit. He walked away from the Chappelle show, but the. The, the Keegan brothers. So you I think feel- you think it's Keegan brothers? <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> are they Jordan, names? Jordan Peele and yes. Keegan Michael Key. Yes, Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key. I'm sorry, but I think one of, uh, probably Keegan because Jordan right now is doing the directing thing. And he's making better movies. He's Borat. making better movies, but like Keegan Actually, Michael no. Key. Uh, Borat's better than us. Oh yeah, yeah. Get Out is a different category. Get Out is like a fantastic movie. Us, I was like, ah, you know. But Keegan Michael Key, I feel like. You just need to sauce him up a little bit, right? And I feel like he could do the 2020 version. I don't think it would be as good. I definitely don't because and I wouldn't be as big of a hit. And he's so famous already that so many people would be like, "They would that's know a him." Thing. You would have yeah, to be. You have to be right. someone that's not famous. Oh, who's the dude book. on SNL that does the 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 voices? The guy on SNL that does the voices. The black dude who does all of the. He's like Jay Farrow. Yes, Jay Farrow. He would, especially with the voices, because that's a big part of it. The fact that you believe his broken English, I think, is a big part of it. As you just, I don't think it can be anyone that's that's famous in America at all. I think the fact that he was British really helps. Not a lot of people yeah. know what he looks like. Yeah, right. And then, so it has to be someone who's British, comedian, probably British or or French or some something like that. Something that where it's like, hey, look, can I say this though, Barry? Yeah. Do you, but like, do you think, do you think Keegan Michael Keel is now more yeah. famous than Sasha Baron Cohen was before he started making Who Is America? Um, because when well, by the let's time- look at look, let's look at Sasha Baron Cohen has this has the same thing like kind of like Daniel Day Lewis where you don't really know what he looks like because he does so many like yeah, characters yeah, with yeah, beards yeah, and yeah, makeup yeah. and like facial stuff where you're like Daniel <laughs> Day-Lewis could bump bump into you in the street and you'd be like, I don't know who the fuck yeah. I just bumped into. And same with Sasha Baron Cohen, kind of. And it's because like the the dictator, his biggest movies would be like The Dictator, um, Borat. And Bruno. Bruno and Madagascar. And then one is animated. Bruno, dictator, he has a full-on beard. And so Borat, it'd be, it's Borat and Bruno. And you're literally like, maybe yeah. I... Uh, so that's the thing. So I think Keegan Michael Key, that's actually a close one. I think he's more famous. I think Key and Peels. I think Key and Peels huge on YouTube. It is. It is. And there's a lot more people that. Yeah, there's a lot more people that. But it's the nature of our culture. But like you, but you hear what I'm saying though, right? But you think how about a Jay Farrow though? Jay Farrow, right? No. Exactly. He doesn't compare to where uh, Sasha Baron Cohen no, was before. Who's America? Was not he could get it at done all in 2006. Listen, with the I'm saying with the with the makeup. Jay Farrow would be a great 2020 remake of this movie if he had the the, the chutzpah to do it. If he had the chutzpah, the chutzpah. If I'm he had reporting it, you to Borat. <laughs> but yes, um, what's it called? Uh, so I, I don't even know if I can. Do you think? Last question before we close this out. Is it appropriate for today? If if it were to get remade, do you think it would get the green light? I mean, who is America? You can make fun of anybody. As long as you're doing it in the right way and there, everyone's in it a joke. 
Yes. Or even not. As long as you don't give a shit, pretty much, is the the name of the game. You can make fun of every, anybody. So uh, so you're all set, right? There's, yeah. There's one more thing I wanted to mention before we close this out, okay? It's because I'm like, like, there are very, 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 very few actors and actresses that I like enough to watch everything they make, right? Um, and a lot, and a big part of it is because I don't like to, I, I feel like it's very important to separate the art from the, uh, from the artist, right? So then when you find out- Is this, is this leading into an R. Kelly defense? <laughs> no, it's not. But it is leading into a Kanye West defense. Because okay. when, when Kanye West came up with the whole MAGA thing, He's one of the very few artists that I actually wanted to like as a person. But when you think about it for about two seconds, you're like, I don't know these fucking people from a brick from the wall. I like what they make. I like the entertainment that they get show us. But I don't know these human beings, so why do I care, right? So, I. but Sasha Baron Cohen, after Borat, I, like the rabbit hole just went and watched everything he did. I literally have seen every Ali G show. Did you see into- his Harvard commencement speech? I, of course I've seen his Harvard. It's the fucking greatest thing ever. I like, I, I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Right. And then when I did find out about his extracurriculars, the fact that he went to, uh, uh, I don't know what, uh, he went to Oxford. He wrote his thesis on the civil rights union uh, movement, right? Like he's very active in that culture. He's currently right now. Like you said, that doesn't matter, right? Like that's the thing. It doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter. And that's why you're supposed to separate the two. But my whole thing is, is, Personally, personally, I really, really like Sasha Baron Cohen because, yes, I love his art, but also as an artist, as a human being, I really like what he does and how he does the thing he's the, he, he do, the things that he do. So, I don't know. So, this is like a very, 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 very What did Kanye have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, Kanye West is the exact opposite. Kanye West is the exact opposite. I love his art. Everything he says outside of when he makes an album really just grinds. Like, it's just like, why the fuck are you doing? I think he's hilarious. Of course he is. But you're laughing at him. You're never laughing with him. That's the point about Kanye. And yes, you're laughing at Sasha. I know, but I feel like people just put that on celebrities. Like, Kodak Black, I like his music. I wouldn't listen to anything he says. I don't even want to meet him, to be honest. I don't like, even want to. But like, I'm, what I'm saying is, I think that's a healthy that's a healthy thought process that everyone should have with all of the artists and entertainers. But the very few that you personally get attached to, and then you find out some fucked up shit about them, it hurts you when it shouldn't hurt you. But I, I literally do. just and rewatched the- Kevin Spacey in uh, in uh, Kaiser Sose, and I was like, damn, Kevin Spacey is a great actor. All you have to terrible do terrible person. Of course, of course. All you have to do is watch season one of House of Cards and you're like, he might be the greatest actor that ever yeah. lived, right? Season one of House of Cards, he might be the greatest actor that's ever this, lived. This is too, it's too 90s to be a millennial classic, but The Negotiator with Sam Jackson and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Uh, so yes, I know <laughs> of the movie. You, I would have to see a few scenes for me to remember, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my about. God, so 90s. I don't know. I can't remember any of the details though. Two favorite, act- I mean, two great actors. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> the negotiator. Uh, I got. I have my homework for tonight. Um, so, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are watching, for those who are listening, don't forget to subscribe, comment, do, share, do whatever you need to do to make this spread. Especially if you're a millennial, share it with a friend, a cousin, someone that's in our generation. Trust me, Borat is one of those movies. It's a classic. You need to rewatch it. Eh, 
you don't want to rewatch it, no biggie, but find the sketches on YouTube. You heard us um, and tell your friends about it.